0: Welcome to the Football in 5 podcast presented by the Garage Sports Company. My name is Tyler Warner. Uh, Please pause this, get on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, because I don't really like my day job. So I need your help exposing my ramblings to the world. If not, whatever. Thanks for listening anyway. Do you know what I had an issue with this weekend? Officiating. It was pretty poor all around. I mean, it always is, but it seemed especially bad this week. There was an instance in the Tennessee and Buffalo game where Titans defensive tackle Benny Logan got called for a holding penalty during a run play. Let me repeat that for you. A defensive lineman was accused of holding while being double teamed during a run play. (laughs) And then there was more stupid roughing the passer calls and yeah. Refs are a joke. Uh, the NFL should start finding them like they do players, but that'll never happen. Anywho, let's get it going. Colts-Patriots. Thursday night football was exactly what you expected. Patriots went into half with a 24-3 lead due to Sonny Michel ramming his head through every Colt defender in his path. Indianapolis tried to mount a comeback in the second half by throwing it to tight end Eric Ebron every play. But as you can imagine, it wasn't enough. Pats win, 38-24. Titans-Bills. Game never happened. Giants-Panthers, the NYG hired a new coach, but we're not seeing much more than we would have with Ben McAdoo. Okay, it's not that bad, but you get my point. Odell Beckham finally got on the scoreboard with a throw and a catch. The Panthers ended up on top, however, due to a 63-yard kick by Graham Gano as time expired. Giants fall to 1-4 after a 33-31 defeat. Dolphins-Bengals. I don't like to toot my own horn very often but i told you so Tannehill looked very poor and old man gore can't carry this offense single-handedly cincinnati continues to look very impressive if they continue like this they are sure to make it to the playoffs where they will lose immediately Bengals win 27 17. ravens browns coming into week five the ravens have been playing pretty good football flacco finally has some time within the same offense unfortunately for them they couldn't get the ball in the end zone on the flip side Baker, the young stud Mayfield, had 340 yards and a touchdown. Cleveland finally had some overtime luck and won on a field goal. Wow, 2-2-1. Who needs LeBron when you've got Hugh? Browns win, 12-9. Packers-Lions. Geesh, the Green Bay defense looks Pretty awful. Rodgers is the man, but you can only do so much. The Lions took the lead early, and the pack just never had it in them to make a comeback, and that's mainly because Mason Crosby went 1-5 for on the day and had a missed extra point. Do you realize how bad that is? One for five on field goals. That's a tough pill to swallow. The Silver Fox is a vet, so I imagine he won't lose his job this week, but this puts him on very thin ice. Lions win 31-23. Jaguars Chiefs. This was the toughest defense Patrick Mahomes has played yet, and he struggled a bit, just a little. Luckily, he had Blake Bortles to back him up. The Jags quarterback threw four interceptions, two of which were returned for six, and he lost a fumble. The real question is why did he have over 60 attempts anyway? I realize they went down early, but Jacksonville's coaching staff has to help him out there by running the ball more. Chiefs continue their undefeated run 30-14. Broncos Jets. This was an all around pretty good game. Most players from both teams seem to play pretty well. Well, that's besides the Broncos' entire run defense. Isaiah Crawwell ran for 219 yards. 219 yards! That's more embarrassing than when my mom calls into work sick for me. This might be a bold prediction, but I think Vance Joseph will be gone by the end of this year. He just doesn't seem to have that it factor that comes with good coaches. Jets win 34-16. Falcons-Steelers, rough day for the Atlanteans. Their defense injuries are really hurting them. James Conner bounced back this Sunday after Bell announced he'd be back by week 7. AB played lights out as well, and Pittsburgh was just too much for Dan Quinn's boys. Steelers win easily 41-17. Raiders-Chargers, Oakland fans may not be able to handle this for 10 more years. Luckily for them, the team is moving to Vegas, so they won't have to. Phillip and the rest of his L.A. squad played well, and playing well usually warrants enough for a dominating win against the Raiders. Charge, take it, 26-10. Vikings-Eagles, the NFC Championship rematch we have all been waiting for. Not really. Adam Thielen had yet another stellar game, and the Vikings continued slinging the ball as if running backs didn't exist. Wentz and the Eagles fought a tough game, but the Norsemen come out on top, 23-21. Cardinals 49ers, the only team Arizona can beat is the quarterback-less 49ers. Well, honestly, Beathard actually kind of looked slightly more impressive than Rosen. David Johnson finally found the end zone, twice. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really watch this game, but I can tell you, you didn't miss much. Cardinals win 28-18. Rams-Hawks. The NFC West matchup was nothing short of exciting. The Seahawks played better than what most people thought. Seattle continues to pound the rock successfully, and Wilson didn't die, so that's a plus. Unfortunately for the 12s, Todd Gurley is the best running back in the league. The Rams convert a fourth down at the end of the game to secure a win, 33-31. Cowboys-Texans. The battle for the Alamo. More like the battle for the worst coach. And Jason Garrett barely won. Bill O'Brien's red zone offense is an absolute joke. He is wasting talent that consists of Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, and Deshaun Watson. Not to mention all the playmakers on defense. In overtime, Garrett elected to punt the ball on the Texans' 42-yard line on 4th and 1. Words cannot express how stupid that is. Texans win, if you can call it a win, 19-16. Monday Night Football, Redskins Saints. Out of college, they said Drew Brees might be too short. His arm strength wasn't good enough. He was only successful at Purdue because he played in a spread offense. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Drew Brees became the all-time leader in passing yardage in the history of the NFL. Through injury and adversity, Brees set a record that I don't think will ever be passed. Congrats to Drew. Oh yeah, there was also a game played, but New Orleans won anyway. Overall, a good week five. We had a couple of slight upsets, you could say. Heading into week six, our fandom is steamrolling, and there is no stopping it. I am excited. Football's going. Every game I is just awesome. Even the bad ones, because, you know, you've got fantasy players involved in that, and the bad games usually end up with one guy doing really well. So, yeah. NFL season's rolling. I'm excited. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. To find out more of our work, check out garagesportsco.com and follow us on Facebook or Twitter if any of you use Twitter. I don't know. Uh, Music was done by Matt Reeves and as always, I can't wait to see you guys next week.